0: today is the 21st of june 2021 <laughs> it is just rolling along it was like my son's birthday yesterday and i thought oh my gosh he was born on a saturday um june 20th but he was only one of two kids born on fathers day weekend and both were born the day before fathers day and they wanted to interview the fathers and all of that and it was just such a commotion And this year he, you know, tells his dad, hey, let's celebrate Father's Day today and my birthday next week so that, like, we're both here. So that was very cool. And so happy birthday to Tarek. So today's show, I can't believe, I don't believe, maybe I should say that, that we have done a show about why it's so hard to say no. Out of all the shows we've done, I think we always talk about saying yes when we need to. But what is behind us not being able to say no? Because there's a lot more than we think. And, you know, it's all no, just the word no, because when we want something, we're told no and we hate it. We just hate being told no. And saying no just flat out stirs up like these negative feelings or we feel embarrassed, like we don't want to help or we feel guilty thinking they need help or they wouldn't ask, but I, I just don't even know where to fit this in. And then we feel that the other person, whether it's a child or a coworker or your partner or your parents, will feel rejected and take it as like personal, that you don't want to help. And you're thinking, I need help, but I, it's not the kind of help I can ask for. Just my schedule, or it's just my stress, or it's just my time. But that feeling of feeling like you do not want to help. overcomes everything, overrides it all. Even when we're overworked, even when we don't have the skills to do what they asked us to do, even if we're uncomfortable doing what they asked us to do. I remember once doing something I did not know how to do and I didn't want to say no I was working at the school, volunteering. They asked me to do something. And this is before Google, like before you could, you know, get on and say, hey, how do I do this? And I ended up learning. It was about fundraising, and they wanted me. I'm like, I can't ask people for money. But then I found out there was a way to do it, and it forced me to learn it. And then I became a great fundraiser for the school and got appointed to the board of that school because of the fundraising. Because I couldn't say no. But then there was more and more and more and I remember thinking to myself, my God, I never had an actual job and I was a stockbroker out of college. I never had a job that I worked so hard at and put so many hours in. And it was a volunteer job for a school. But I worked at that school double the time that most people worked that got paid to be there. And I was making money for the school. But that, in quotes, big air quotes, volunteer work is crazy. Because you just keep saying, but I'm just a volunteer. I don't have to do this. I want to do this. But you have to have boundaries. Because you start to burn out because you still have the kids, your kids, that are going to the school that need you. And what made me see that? Years later, I'm running the carnival for a different school. So it's not the school's fault. It's mine. And I'm working at the carnival, and my kids are younger, and I had to ask someone to watch them or take them on through the carnival while I worked the carnival. And I realized that I am missing my children's childhood trying to make their childhood fun or good or a better environment or whatever it was that was driving me. And then I had to dig deeper than that explanation. I realized that at home, I did not feel appreciated. And someone saying thank you to me for my efforts, for what they saw me do, made me feel seen, made me feel heard, made me feel loved, made me feel appreciated. And I started to look at no differently. All the people who said no to me that said, God, I would love to, but I'm really sorry. I can't take that on. And I went back to those people and said, how did you say that so easily? And they said, because I really couldn't take it on. And I thought, wow, the best or the worst, the worst truth is better than the best lie. Because if I'm saying no, when I should be saying yes, I don't mind the learning part, but the time part, the boundaries, the limits, that if I want to do this, I want to enjoy it. I don't want it to just take over my life. I need to know what I am answering to. And I have the right to ask. Because if I'm already overworked and I don't have the time, why do I say, oh, no problem, I got it. And then they go about their life and do what they need to do with their time and I'm over here spinning my wheels trying to figure all of this out. It's really crazy, right? All because we can't say no. And then I realized, if I can learn to say no, how do I do that? How do I, like, get to be good at that without feeling that tinge of guilt or, like, coming back and saying, oh, no, I got it. I, you know, don't worry about it. I'm sorry. And now I'm even apologizing, which I've done. So how do you overcome it? Well, the first thing you've got to do is just say it. Just say, I'm really sorry. I just don't have the time. Because that is the truth. 90% of the people who say yes instead of no, there's always that fringe that just doesn't want to do anything or doesn't like to be interrupted or doesn't want to be inconvenienced. But for the most part, We feel guilty, like huge guilty. But then once you say, hey, you know what, I wish I could, I just don't have the time, that is your truth. You may get a smaller portion of the job, or you may not get the job at all, or the ask at all, but don't beat around the bush it's like accepting a compliment somebody compliments you and you're like oh no no this dress is old or oh no no you know this isn't even mine or or you just take it away take it away take it away and then after a while you wonder why the people around you don't comment on really nice things about you because they don't want to go through the back end of you telling them how a long story about how you got this particular thing and how It's not really you, you know, you're not really deserving of such a compliment. But when you just say thank you, it's done. No long conversation, no defense, no offense to a compliment. So people feel comfortable, they feel rewarded, they feel loved, they feel part of your happiness. Just when you say thank you, that's all you had to do. And with no, just have to say it, in that rush of guilt or feeling bad or feeling like you won't be loved or all those reasons why we say yes when we are not really in a place to do that, just don't beat around the bush or offer some weak excuse or him and Hans, start telling them how busy you are. And everything you have to do, that day, the next day, the week, the month, just say, I would love to do it. I wish I had the time. And the person you have to be assertive with and courteous to is yourself. It's yourself because there's some people, and I've been through this, I did a lot of volunteer work, that are really good delegators. And they understand that if they can get everybody to do what they need and they're in charge, they're going to get something done. But you need to know what your role is And what that role will do to your life. Because at times there's things you can do and at times there's things you can't do. Will this grow into something that's over your head? So you got to think about like, hey, is this going over my own boundary? How much time did I want to dedicate here? Yes, I want to volunteer. But I've only got 10 hours a week. So if someone asks you something, you say, I can only afford to give 10 hours a week because I have a family and a home and everything that I'm running. And if it goes over that, I I can't do that. So you would say, okay, I'm over my time limit. Because once you set that boundary, they will know. Most of the time when we have friends that don't ask for help very much and they ask us for help. It's almost like an honor that they trusted us. And if we can do it, we will. And if we can't, it's for a really, really good reason. But things that take away, like I only have so much free time a week and it's already filled. I, I won't be able to do the stuff I have to do for my family So put the question back on the person asking. Okay, what's your part in this? What are you doing? And let me see how I may be able to help you do that, but I can't take on the project myself. It's too much for me right now. And then stop talking. Just stop talking. It's super hard to do that. One of the hardest things that we face when we are trying to set boundaries in our lives is that we go into these explanations and that's when we, when we feel ourselves starting to defend our no or justify our no or validate our no, then we have to stop. Just be firm. It's not selfish. It's self-preservation. Because once you realize, once you realize that you can say no and you can maybe tailor the ask in a way that you can do something, but not take on what would be a full-time job for a week or two of your life or maybe a year. And I've seen it happen. Is by understanding what your life needs. That's why self-love, you know, we very loosely, very trendily say self-love, love yourself. But past loving yourself, you have to understand how to take care of yourself. And that's when you start to see how love feels. Like, wow, I got your back, self. Because when you learn to say no, and you are not afraid of the rejection Or that you've disappointed someone or you angered someone or you hurt their feelings or you appear unkind or you appear rude. We always think people negatively view us and see this as an ultimate rejection. But when you learn to say no and you take a breath, You Let people know beforehand, these are my limits, these are my boundaries, I only have so much time a week. They will know to either not ask you or only ask you if it really is important and they're not just throwing stuff your way. That they may not care about as much, but it's the impact on your life and them not caring about it as much or maybe being able to find someone who has more time on their hands. You realize that A lot more people do that than you think. People who are not afraid that they're losing love because they are keeping a pace and keeping a balance in their lives. Because there is something really cool that happens once you have learned to say no. And that is when you do say yes, you really mean it. If you're going to take something on, you're going to do a great job because you, you're invested. You're invested mentally. You're invested physically. You're making the time for it. All the right markers are in place and you start to recognize when something is yours and something isn't, when you can take away what isn't. Out, out of that road you're walking on that keeps detouring you from one way to another and running your life. For me now, thinking back at what I was doing, I realized it was because I was hurt emotionally. I didn't feel seen. I didn't feel heard by my husband. I got put down for the things I I wanted to do, like, oh, look at her, there she goes again. But what he didn't know was all I needed was his appreciation and what I didn't know. So I was looking for something in life. I didn't even know where to find it, but I realized, wow, the more I help, the happier they are. Well, yippee, let me go. And I did for years until I realized. Until I realized that my own time was my greatest asset. And the kids I want to raise are right here in front of me. And that goes by fast, as slow as it feels when they're younger, day to day. Before you know it, they're 5, they're 6, they're 8, they're 12, they're 18, they're 28. And I I never will forget seeing that at that school carnival. Going, I want to be with my kids. What am I doing over here spraying someone's (laughs) – we had a booth and we bought those spray cans with those fluorescent colors and we were – like spraying people's beards or hair different colors, but I thought we can get kids to do that from the high school. All I have, to, all I have to do, is set up the booths, and then I can come and sit and get my own hairspray painted. And kids have a blast, the high school kids, because they get a chance to be there, but to be part of it, for some of them, the first time that they would ever have felt. But I take that away from them by me having to do everything. And when I looked at it that way, I thought, oh, wow. And that next year, we did involve kids. And it was way more fun for everyone involved, and it was way less stressful. A lot of times when we say no, we block things when we should be saying no, I mean. We block things, other things from happening. Because you know that old, old saying, negative begets negative and positive begets positive. When you say no for the wrong reasons, and you're doing it, your energy isn't open and happy. The people you're around aren't going to feel that. And it strips the entire environment of that fun, of that open feeling. But then when you start involving people, you're bringing in more energy and you're bringing in more fun and you're bringing in laughter. You're free. They're free. Everyone's doing their parts. The kids don't need to be involved until the day of. You got to be involved prior to. It's like passing the baton. All because you have created boundaries in your life for your time. Because that inability to say no is directly linked to the need to seek approval from others. But how did we end up the kind of adults who crave the positive opinion of other people? It does stem from childhood when we didn't feel we could get loved simply by being who we are. We always thought we had to be extra special to be loved person who's always there who has your back that has this reason and that reason to love you instead of you being yourself and being loved for whatever that means when we are children as parents when somebody's helpful or of service to the family it's always a great feeling. And sometimes that's the only time we really recognize our kids. Because otherwise they're just quiet. What are we going to say? Well, we could start with, hey, what are you doing? Tell me about what you're doing. Wow, that's great. And you have, like, chores that they do because then they know, okay, this is something I have to do. I'm a contributor to my family. And a lot of times it's not because the parents need it, but it's the discipline the child learns so that they understand self-care when they're older. Like, okay, if I'm running a house, someone needs to take out the trash, someone needs to do the dishes, someone needs to make the bed, someone needs to clean the bathroom. That's like the no-brainer stuff. We all have to learn it. I remember when my kids would resist And I would say to them, hey, this is a parent's job. Please just let me do my job. Every parent has to teach their kids this. Otherwise, how would I have learned how to do this to take care of you? It's like the circle of life. And they're like, oh, okay. Instead of, if you don't, you won't get allowance. If you don't, I will be upset. If you don't, you will be punished. That doesn't work. That's where all that fear gets put in. That's where all that feeling of, if I'm doing something someone doesn't want, they are not going to like me or love me or appreciate me or care about me. Because kids tend to feel that no one cares about them if they get in trouble because they can't believe that the same parents who love them are standing over their head screaming at them. So it all starts somewhere, but you will find as you say no and still feel loved how empowering that feeling is. It's huge because it makes you feel like you have just regained, maybe even for the first time in your life, not even regained, but just gained that feeling that you have control of your own destiny because you can say yes or no at any given time based on what you can actually do. It has nothing to do with being loved anymore. It has nothing to do with it being tied to you emotionally for the approval that you need. I remember the first time I said no. And I stood there for a minute like I was in shock of even hearing it come out of my mouth and thinking that was so much easier than I thought it was going to be. Why did it take me so long to learn this? And I can't get those years back and I'm I'm grateful for what I was able to do. What if I took that energy And took care of my family in that way, care of myself in that way, and share myself with my own life. Does it mean I'll never help anyone again? No. It will mean I will help with heart and not with tired, not with sleepy, not without a balance, not against my own best judgment. But when I do it, man, I'll be all in like I am now, but for the right reasons. And boy, it would be nice to kind of have balance going on in my life. And it would be great to feel like I'm not over consumed by the feeling that I will not be loved if I can't do everything. Because where does that stop? do everything for everybody. I kind of knew it was impossible to do everything for everyone, but I still tried. I still tried. It just matched my injury. The reasons behind us saying yes and the reasons behind us saying no will make All the difference in every single one of our lives. I cannot do that at this time. I only have so many hours a week I can give away. They're already filled. It's you you have to convince. Not anyone else. Anyone else will take what you give them. But you have to know what you want out of your life, with your life, through your life. It's your plan. It's your plan that you have to accept. And understand that if someone doesn't love you because of that, then do they really love you? You guys, what a great way to start this week. It's almost over. I can't believe sometimes the shows just go by so fast. But I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Have a happy Monday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.